Hello, and welcome back to the After Ellen podcast. I'm your host, Jocelyn McDonald, Editor-in-Chief at After Ellen, and I'm here with Gabrielle Alejandro, who is our sports writer. Today on the After Ellen podcast, we are going to be talking about sports. Last week, we wrapped up the um, NWSL. I got that. Challenge Cup. Challenge Cup. Cup. National Women's Soccer League Challenge Cup in Utah. So, Gabrielle, uh, you gave us play-by-play highlights of all the big games in the Challenge Cup. Um, Talk to us about it. Well, you know, I feel like in the beginning, it kind of went as expected. North Carolina was winning every game and everyone was getting angry about it. And then, and then Portland stepped up and eliminated them. Finally, the evil was defeated. Exactly. Exactly. How how come we hate North Carolina again? Okay. Oh God, where do I even start? Okay. I don't know if you know the story of Hinkle and her uh, homophobia. Okay, but I think you've told it to me before, but you know, yes. some of our listeners are new to the podcast, no doubt. Yes, so yes. give it to us again. She was on national television talking about how she couldn't be on the national team because she didn't want to wear the rainbow jerseys. And it Boop. like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, no. Yeah, that's not why you be, can't be on the team, yeah, buddy. Be like, okay, is it fair for you to hate an entire team just because of one player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> if you know sports, you can hate an entire team for absolutely no reason. Just be like, I simply do not vibe with this team. That's it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so annoying how they're always like, oh, we're the underdogs and shit like that. But it's like, Ooh, you guys why win. Why do they think you're the underdogs? All of the time. I, do you understand what that word means? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's kind why of annoying. They, why do they identify as as put upon or somehow disadvantaged? Why are they the underdogs? Because, they, because their coach said so. Honestly, oh I, I couldn't tell you why. I couldn't tell you. You know, it just reminds me of this culture of persecution everybody thinks that they're the you know put upon and derided even though they're they're in Mm -hmm. great positions it's like uh, actually the real underdogs were the winners of this tournament so you know got a little bit of justice there um yeah who who is that who's the real underdog the well the houston dash it was definitely mm. every year, every year, I think this is going to be the Dash's year because they start off really strong and then they just fizzle out. And every year I'm like, well, you know, they disappointed me this time, maybe next time. Mm. But this year, this year, they really like locked it into place and like got it. And, and I'm not our, our favorite players on the Houston Dash. Rachel Daly, who is a captain okay. and also a lesbian. She's a lesbian. She yes. is a lesbian. <laughs> Dating her teammate, Christy Mewis. Whoop. Yep. That's gay. Yep. Yep. It was the power of lesbianism that truly propelled this team. And um, didn't Mewis mean, Rachel Daly definitely won an award. Was it MVP? Yes, MVP. And Mewis also won something too, right? I don't believe she did. Well, I mean, she won the Most championship. Supportive but like, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she won the Best championship. Best girlfriend. Yeah. Best girlfriend yeah. of the tournament. <laughs> but um, because her sister is on North Carolina. Oh shit! Yeah, that is so cute, sisters, sisters. 
Yeah. And like, wow. you know, her sister is always winning things like her sister is constantly winning NWSL championships and the shield and uh, the World Cup. And now I feel like it was finally, you know, Christy's turn to, to have something to say, you know, I won this. It's my turn. And she's been through so much before finally finding a home in the dash. So it was really nice to just see her be able to celebrate, not just by herself, but with her girlfriend. Mm hmm. I love when sisters are, are both athletes. Uh, you know, I got Venus and Serena are mm -hmm. classic sister combos. What other sister combos have we got? Can you think of any? Um, I feel like there are others and they're I, not yeah, I'm sure right I'm now. sure there are, but I can't. Think I'm actually of any. in a sister duo. So, I mean, we're not athletes, but we're both writers. It's kind of no big deal, but it kind of is a big deal. Like not to brag, but <laughs> but yes to brag. But the thing of it is, is that we are both very competitive. But she's a better writer than me. <laughs> oh no, yeah. So yeah. she's. I don't um, have any sisters, Serena. but I feel I'm like so I'm sorry. I feel no, don't be, because I feel like I have found the sisters that I finally Aww. have wanted my whole life. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I do, and that's yeah. gay. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I've been exposed. That's really cute. I yeah. definitely have a lot of sisters that aren't really um, my sisters. You know, I feel like we were talking about sports and I kind of took us on a tangent. So <laughs> we can return now. <laughs> yeah. So what else happened? Oh, we have to talk about the curse. Okay. Yes. We have to talk about. Okay. So any NWSL fans out there know that we love a good curse. There's a, mm -hmm. the shield curse. There was What's fart. That? that was also a curse. Um, the, the shield, shield curse, curse is, is basically the team that wins the shield that season is doomed to lose the championship. And it's okay, happened gotcha. up until up until just last year, actually, when NC won both the shield and the championship. So that Ooh. curse was broken. OK, and then the, the FERT curse. Yes. The OK. What is that? I already hate oh. it because the name is cheesy. I have to go all the way back to explain what's going on. So way okay, back when, <laughs> way back when the NWSL was still streaming on YouTube. I know some of you remember when this was, um, they had this marketing campaign that was like stronger, but like strong her and like the, Oh God, her part was a different color than the rest of the words. And they had further, but obviously uh -huh. the her was a different color. So everybody just kind of fixated on fert. Yeah, like fert her. Okay, yeah, exactly. Like, why would you? Oh God, I'm cringing at the marketing choice here. Because graphic design is their passion. Obviously, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so this year we have. Curses? Yeah, this year we have the Orlando Pride curse. Now, okay. this team I feel like has been cursed since their creation. Because they have they have Alex Morgan, they have Marta, they have Ali and Ashlyn. Like these are the best players in the world. Like uh -huh. undeniably the best players in the world. And yet they wow. consistently what, not in there. No, she's not. So but, what about Wombach? That's she's retired. Player. She's oh. retired. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> You're trying, and that's I shouldn't what be on this podcast. <laughs> I'm a fraud. I'm just here to hang out with Gabby, honestly. Just like, what is it like? We just do this to hang out, honestly. Yeah, get too high, lose track of my thoughts, and be annoying in general. That's all I'm here for. And Gabby has all the has all the important points. Um, so the they they can't win. They've got all the best players, but they can't win. 
they just consistently are finishing at the bottom of the table. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. And this time they, they had to drop out of the tournament, if you remember, because a lot of um, their staff and a few players tested positive for COVID. Wow. Yeah. So they Whoa. thought, okay, let's let's just, you know, let's still support the other teams. Let's still like do things on social media and like support the other teams. And every oh. time they would pick a team to support, that team would lose. Oh my god. And it got to the point where the Dash and the Red Stars both blocked them before their games and they <laughs> won. That's cute. Now wait a minute. How do you have a curse when there's this what there was like 16 games in this total cup, right? Mm-hmm. No, there were oh okay. There were uh, I think 23 or 22 oh, oh. around that around. Okay, I guess that's a lot of games. I guess you could get a curse in that in that time span. I oh, just feel for like pride work fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the whole the whole cup only took like a month, right? Yeah, most do. Most only like the World oh. Cup only takes about a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I guess I was just thinking because they're trying to fit an entire season into one cup because mm-hmm. they can't do the whole thing. Right. As opposed to like what the WNBA is doing where it's kind of structured like a regular season but just mm-hmm. much much shorter. Mm-mm-mm. How many games have they got going? Um, I don't remember how many games. I think it's like 20 something preliminary games and then they go into playoffs and championships but mm. don't quote me on that i won't because i it already escaped my mind as soon as you <laughs> said it i was like the sports oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't understand what you're saying um no i decided i'm gonna get into sports if not because, just to thirst over athletes. yeah i am very thirsty but also i've finally i've finally caught up to the feeling that this is my patriotic duty as a citizen of lesbian nation. I need to support sports. I need to support women's sports. Yeah, you guys can't see this right now, but I'm wearing a lesbian's jersey. So that's how supportive I am. Yeah. And they can feel it. I sure hope so. <laughs> um, so, so the pride was out. The Orlando pride was out because Mm -hmm. of covid Mm -hmm. however during the course of the challenge cup nobody else came down with the covid is that wow they were really good about um keeping that bubble impenetrable so they did some two thousand something tests of jesus hell yeah not a single positive now wait i thought it takes two weeks to get a test back anyway so how the fuck would doing two thousand tests help? some of them are some of them take like a while but some of them only take like a day or so so i've i've read like a week five days or something like that but some of them are much faster and it'll it's only like a day oh to get your results yeah right so no no covid 2000 tests no covid i'm proud of them for the um the logistical feat that they pulled off mm-hmm. i mean it's I, like you were saying it's a whole month to yeah. keep the bubble closed mm-hmm and if you see like men's sports, so many of them are testing positive and having to sit out or like the entire team can't play because of that. So, and right. What men, what men's sports exist? Like I care about men's things. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I, I didn't, I didn't, I haven't really read the news. I've been trying to not doom scroll um, and just focus on uh, my responsibilities and yeah, my immediate yeah, responsibilities. That. So I honestly don't know what sports are happening I mean, uh, not that I would anyway. Let's be honest. So, like baseball, basketball, like is the is the NBA back? 
Yes, the NBA is back. I'm just Googling men's sports right now. Uh, baseball is back, and up. I heard I heard a lot of them, a lot of players tested positive for that because there are so many teams. This is right? such a funny <laughs> Google search results. Okay, so <laughs> the first thing that Google serves me up is um, people also ask, what is the manliest sport? Should we find out what is? Manliest what is, is probably football. Since the only female football league I know of is a lingerie one. Wow. What is this? This is from a comicvine.gamespot.com URL forum. Like what Google? (laughs) You need to update your knowledge graph. This is embarrassing. I'm cringing right now at these search results. Um, I should have just looked for news. But you're saying that baseball is back and they've got the vid. I've heard. Basically. Yeah. And the the NBA is going to come back at the same time as the WNBA? I think they just started, actually. Okay. The WNBA started last uh, weekend. Oh, shit. Yeah, I guess you'll probably be writing some articles for us about that. And I look forward to um, sharing those for everybody who's listening and is following along with the WNBA. What's the name of that cup um, that they're doing? Uh, it's just a regular season, just a shortened oh. regular season. Yeah, so they're not doing oh. like, anything special. Okay, so I finally learned how to Google, and I'm here to report that the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals, had 13 positive tests. Isn't that like the whole team, basically? (laughs) I honestly, I thought there was like nine people on a baseball team. I've never in my life played baseball, so I I couldn't tell you. Uh, Yeah, I guess they've got a bunch of outbreaks somebody uh says that it's actually a mark of their incredible organizational prowess but yeah here's that's like a really hot take though it's like here's why positive covid tests are a good thing (laughs) okay anyway scalding take there's one thing that i do want to mention about the challenge cup that's kind of been bothering me is the fact the fact that they're still not playing on real grass. Oh my god! Okay, hand it to us. Uh, we, if you remember way back when in 2015, when they had the Women's World Cup in Canada, we had all of these players sharing um, pictures of turf burn on their legs and like melted cleats because it got so hot. No matter melted. how much, yeah, yeah, it was it was that bad. It was that bad. And we're getting the same thing here. We're getting players showing all of, like skin just completely gone from their legs because of how rough this surface is and it's like why can't we get them to play on real grass i'm appalled it's i mean honestly the the audacity now gabby do you know what the environmental impact is of swapping out turf for grass you know what actually that needs to i actually happen? did an article about this for another oh, site shit. before wow, got, you've been writing for someone else i'm jealous I, this was before you guys hired me so okay. <laughs> so i mean there isn't really that much because you still have to water down the artificial grass because if you don't weird. it gets too hot and you oh, can't right, play like on it you still have to water it and because it's plastic all the you know there's runoff that goes into like rivers and streams. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So you're saying that, so it's, it's, is it a permeable surface? It's plastic, but it's made of such tiny strips that 
you know, I wonder, is it actually permeable? Some might be, but I, I doubt it. Yeah, I wonder what's under there. Yes. Yeah, so um, there's uh, like a foundation just, to the stadium. <laughs> it just seems like a better idea to just just play on grass. Do you know what I mean? I mean, there's there's still going to be a lot of runoff for playing on grass, but mm-hmm. you're thinking that ultimately it's going to be faster and more aggressive um, in an artificial grass situation. Yeah, and you know when there's runoff from grass, it's it's just grass and dirt for the most part. Do you know what I mean? As opposed mm-hmm. to all the little plastic like pellets and particles. I don't know if you've ever seen like microplastic situation. Yeah, like when they slide on that surface, you have all these oh, like little it's degrading. Yeah, the, like these pellets flying oh everywhere. My God, yeah. I'm appalled. It sounds dangerous. Like even aside from the environmental impact of this kind of surface, you're seeing like you can just look at their Twitter accounts, their Instagram accounts. Yeah, a lot of players have not been shy about, you know, showing their their wounds from this surface that they're playing on. Uh, I think it was Midge Purse when after she got up from an interview and you could see just like the entire side of her thigh was just red from this burn. And it looked like there wasn't even any skin on it. Wow, that's disgusting. So do you know what, um, why they have turf? Like, is it um, because it's more, uh, it's cheaper or I, I guess in a way, maintain? yeah, it, it probably is cheaper and easier to maintain because grass will die, you mm. know, um, turf. You could pretty much just leave it until game day and all mm-hmm. you have to do is just like spray it down. Which is also so gross, like. If you think about it, mm. I hope that they, you know, put that uh, as part of their contracts because that seems unfair and unsafe and uh, really unpleasant. I'm sure it takes yeah. them out of the joy out of the game. You should definitely do an article for us on the ecology of sports. I'll try. Lesbians love environmentalism. So it's related. It, it's all connected. Doesn't lesbos, the word actually mean forested? So it's like, Ooh. makes sense. I uh, like my Lesbos forested. Hey. Um, <laughs> um, I just Googled it. And it says it's named, uh, it's known for its anise flavored liqueur, Uzo. It doesn't say, oh. We got so off topic on this. <laughs> I know. It is famous for lyric poetry. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about the um, the etymology right on the on the first page of Google. And you know, I don't I I don't scroll and I don't click through. So if it's not if it's not above the fold, I'm sorry. It's just not information worth knowing. Apparently, this cat is being so needy. What the actual I got it. fuck? I got it. Oh, you <laughs> You're so much better at googling than me. I don't know why I'm so bad at googling today. Yeah, the name Lesbos, forested or woody. Mm. Yeah, lesbians love nature. It's because I just got back from a week in the woods, actually. It's it's ours now. Yeah, Mother Nature is a lesbian. That's true, though. That's facts. Yeah, that's just facts. No emails here, just facts. (laughs) Okay, so have we covered everything we need to cover about the Challenge Cup? Oh, the goalkeepers absolutely, like, stole the show. Okay. Yeah, the, the okay, most of them were lesbians, I have to say. But um like Kayleen Sheridan, oh, absolutely nailed it. 
Is she a lesbian? She's a lesbian. Oh. Uh, my friend was spent the entire month thirsting after her. And I just Cute. exposed her. I hope she doesn't get mad. Uh-oh. <laughs> Britt Eckerstrom, also a lesbian, absolutely killed it. Uh, what, what's so great about these goalies? Like they're, they were making saves that they should not have been able to make, make those saves. Yeah. These are like superhuman agility level saves. I said it before when a lesbian puts on gloves, you know, it's going to be serious. Oh shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And and because of of their performance and the performances of, you know, all of these teams, this final was the most watched match in NWSL history. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was almost 300% from last year's final. Do you think that's because people are trapped at home and have nothing to watch? Most likely. Maybe because the stadiums were empty? Did they have um, the crowd noise? Yeah, they had fake crowd noise. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird. It's like because you can see there's nobody in the stands. Yeah, not even filmed in front of a studio audience. It's yeah. just so weird. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm really proud of uh, these whims for pulling it off. I'm really impressed. And I guess this is the new normal for now. I guess so. So. On to WNBA. Um, it's back. You, yep. It, it, it's underway. So, so far, who's played? What's uh... all of the teams have played so oh. far? Yeah. Okay. And so. are there standouts? Like, are there favorites? Uh, we had. There was a new rookie. I forgot her name. Sabrina something. I forgot her last name. I used to play okay. basketball, and I feel like I don't know what happened. How I don't end up falling. Yeah, I'm really WNBA. disappointed in you. So. Well, some people live to disappoint. Wow. <laughs> Step it up, Gab. Uh, anyway, but yeah, Pino is actually there watching Sue Bird play. Oh, oh, oh. What yeah. a power couple. Right? Yeah. So I feel like she basically didn't play in the Challenge Cup just to go support Sue playing at her thing. Hey, does Rapino have like a talk show now? I, yeah, I heard that like she has on. It's like a show where she interviews people on HBO. On HBO, was it or like? I think it was sponsored by HBO or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I just know that she. Uh, seeing America with Megan Rapino. God, why be this cute? I ask you. I beg of you. Why? What happened? Uh, Megan Rapino and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez team for HBO series. Fascinating. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to need to watch that. And I wish that we had watched that already so we could cover it on this podcast. That seems like it would oh, be right. very pertinent information. Um, maybe we Is will. it out yet? Maybe we'll... Has it come out yet? I... It came out on July 27th. Oh, it came out on August 1st. So maybe what we should do is watch it and then record like an addendum to this podcast. And wow, we're really getting our, the most out of our producer, Molina, with this episode. No, <laughs> we out sure every, are. Every time I am uh, an idiot and and apparently we're just going to have a segment. We're going to have a, an appendix. This could be good. Yeah, she so, had um over the like earlier in the in the lockdown, she had this like Instagram live kind of show with Sue mm-hmm. 
and they were just, I don't know, they're oh. just like hanging out and like some other players would come on sometimes. That's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not super impressed with celebrities doing their like home videos mm-hmm. um, during the lockdown. I think it's really cringy in a lot of cases, but I am here for it from Rapino and Sue Bird. So many people have started podcasts and I've noticed they're just using like AirPods with like no mic. Meanwhile, <laughs> us out here <laughs> professional lesbians. Exactly. Come on, yeah. guys, get on our level. Although my studio is currently s- sitting on the floor amidst a actual tower of U-Haul boxes holding the entire the entire <laughs> mic stand in my hand. My studio is literally just my bedroom, so it's all going to be worth it in one week. I move in one week to a new house. It's going to be sick. Hardwoods, baby. Oh, shit. South-facing windows. Oh, I'm going to have plants. Ooh. You're going to have so many plants. Mm. So I once again, I seeds. Can I say you should seeds? do. This is I so think it might be illegal. Off-tangent, is it? I know. I know. I, I think that the reason it's off tangent is because I don't know anything about sports and I kind of need to lead us off on a tangent <laughs> in order for me to be able to contribute anything to the conversation. So I appreciate you putting up with me. But I like like I said, I do want to be like a good citizen of lesbian nation and I do promise to I solemnly swear I pledge allegiance um to finding out about women's sports. Maybe I'll start with the WNBA. Yeah, they're like three games on a day sometimes. So wow, that's honestly that's too many and also not interesting. Uh, why are there? <laughs> no, you, t- you took it too far, guys. Um, also, you have to like have cable. Didn't you say you have to have cable? Yeah, and yeah. I don't know anyone with. Ca- I don't even know anyone with cable. Who does honestly? If it's not on Netflix, I ain't watching it. <laughs> Netflix sports. Get on that, guys. It's a new idea for me. I saw that Netflix has Jeopardy now, which is a sport. Yeah. It's a game. Um, Cool. Okay. Is there anything else about sports? Oh, well, talk to us about the WNBA. Um, They had come out with like a social justice message. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... They when they announced that they were coming back, it was I think right before or right after all of the Black Lives Matters protests started, uh-huh. um, and you you can't really watch that happening or be a part of that happening without doing something Saying about something. it. Yeah, yeah, it's really gauche if you don't have any kind of response to it. Yeah, even the NWSL, you know, a lot of the players kneel during the anthem. Mm-hmm. Um. There was that one, that one scene of Casey Short breaking down in tears during their first game, and having uh, what Julie, team does she play for? Uh, Chicago Red Stars. Okay, yeah, and uh, her teammate, a white woman, Julie Ertz, came to immediately was comforting her, and that was you know, oh, that sounds really special. The image, yeah, for me Aww. it was um, to sounds see really something heartwarming because like, I, I I don't know that I've I've ever had. Something like that happened to me. Do you know what I mean? Oh, don't, don't, don't make me tear up. I'm, no. I'm okay. Well, I'll, I'll leave it there. But anyway, so the point is, <laughs> coming to so my the point eyes. Is, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these um, sports leagues are they they can't stay quiet because there are mm-hmm. so many black athletes, mm-hmm. and 
So the WNBA did um, their first game. They they dedicated to victims of police brutality. Um, um, yeah, they had a moment of silence. They were wearing women's. They are wearing women's names on their jerseys who have been killed by the police. Wow. Yeah, that's so powerful. It's such a strange position to be in as cultural icons like athletes because so often you hear people say like I don't want to hear I don't want to hear actors or uh, athletes or or people that I pay to literally entertain me mm-hmm. and take my you know concerns about the real world away mm-hmm. I'm not interested in what you have to say politically I really need those people to shut the fuck up and also they're not experts and they have nothing valuable to add to the conversation if and they want to throw hands meet me in the Walmart parking lot <laughs> I'm not afraid of you yeah, there there is a historical tradition of athletes and actors having really strong political stances and making them a part of, like, every time you get in front of a camera, making mm-hmm. it known. I was actually just, um, earlier today, I was watching a documentary about Bruce Lee. And, Ooh. you know, at the time, what he was doing was just unheard of. You didn't have... Asian men as, you know, the leading character in a movie, but he wasn't just going to stand by and like constantly be cast as this racist character, character. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, they were mentioning how he used to watch Muhammad Ali a lot, mm-hmm. not just for his fighting, but just for, you know, what he was saying and doing at that time. Cause it was at the time of the civil rights movement. So this isn't a new thing that actors and, and athletes, you know, stepping up and, saying something mm-hmm. it's been going on for a long time i also think about since i don't know anything about sports i also think about um cultural figures like jane fonda and gene seberg and there's a mm-hmm. the, currently there's a there was a podcast about jane fonda and gene seberg and i didn't listen to the whole thing because i hate podcasts and now <laughs> there is an amazon prime movie about gene seberg which i really should watch because it stars case do oh shit yeah, and Jean Seberg is one of my favorite actors. She was in this movie Breathless, which um she she like walks around Paris wearing this like tight little sweater shirt mm-hmm. and and being an American in Paris. It was definitely like a femme style icon for me in high school. It meant, it meant a lot to my <laughs> to my budding sexuality, to be quite honest. Anyway, they were both like really vocal about being anti war and being mm-hmm. pro civil rights and I think it's Gene Seberg even was like low key a terrorist about it. I don't know. I think that's why they made the movie about her. I'll need to watch that. We should probably make a podcast about it. Oh yeah, let's do it. You know how much I love podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I, or I do. Though. I lo- you love hanging out with me. I I'm do. I do. And being really dumb and having <laughs> a captive conversant to my to being really dumb. Well, I think is that, I mean, did we cover everything there was to cover about sports? Are we yep. done here? Yep. Well, I've- well, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. I'm really sorry if this podcast was all the fuck over the place. It, it's so much easier for me when we talk about movies, but I'm trying really hard because I know a lot of you care about sports, and I really want to care about sports too. And um, that's why I'm just so lucky that, you know, Gabby writes for us and does such a brilliant job of making sports matter. So thanks for tuning in and um, let us know what you thought um, in, in the comments and tell your friends about our podcast. All right. Bye, Bye Gabby. Bye.